The presenting sponsor of Upmarket is Aereo, the best place to help manage and grow your real estate media business. Online at Aereo.com. That's A-R-Y-E-O.com. Welcome to Upmarket, a podcast about the business of real estate media and photography. My name is Reed Fish. I'm the CEO and a co-founder of Upmarket Media based in Southern California. I'm not joined today by another co-founder, Mark Corcoran. Mark is out sick, but don't worry. We brought on a pinch hitter. You know her from other episodes. A fan favorite, the producer of this show, Chelsea Froelich. Chelsea, hello. Hello, here I am. Oh, wonderful. I am so, I'm not happy Mark is sick, but I am happy to get to spend uh, a little time with you today. And I'm sure our listeners are going to be happy too. Before we get into the meat of what we're going to talk about today, there was some news regarding this podcast and someone on this podcast this week in the real estate media world. And it was announced PMRE, which was now used to be PFRE, it's now PMRE photography and media for real estate. The conference is going to be in November in Las Vegas, the third in-person one they've had. And I'm going to be speaking. I'm doing a whole hour. Right. Yeah. Are you excited? Very excited. Oh yeah. Very excited. I, um, I hope that they haven't made a grave error in having me do this. (laughs) I don't, I don't think so. I think I'm, I've already started working on my presentation. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be good. I'm going to try not to tell too many jokes. Um, a couple. I'll tell a couple jokes. Uh, you have to have a couple in uh, and, there. And Chelsea, I think you, the, even bigger news, you may actually come I to the conference. I will be there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Big news. Yeah, because I can't do anything without Chelsea. So uh, <laughs> Chelsea will be there. Mark's going to be there. Um, I were, you know, hopefully we can have some sort of podcast presence there. I don't know. We're going to, we're going we're gonna to figure that out, but we are excited to, uh, I, I, you know, meet, I'm sure a lot of our listeners are going to be at the conference. So we're going to be really excited to uh, meet everyone. And this is obviously something that we're going to be talking about over the next few months and leading up into it. And so, um, but yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there that we're excited, but to, you know, what we wanted to get into today, um, since Mark is gone is I guess go in a little deeper on some of the stuff that I know I work on with Chelsea and, and, and the stuff that we work closely together. And one of the big ones that we do Chelsea, and I thought it would be good to kind of go over what we do in this situation is like, basically when we're talking to clients on the phone and how we're selling to them. Um, and you're kind of the first line of defense or defense right. offense, I guess we're, we're trying to sell. <laughs> right. Um, and then I, I kind of come in, um, as well. So if we have a new client call us, I mean, what's, you know, what are you kind of, when a new client calls and they want to book, I mean, how are you approaching that and what are you kind of talking about? Well, first I just kind of, you know, feel out what they're interested in booking with us, how they heard about us. Um, a lot of the time they're just interested in photos because they don't really know what else we can do for them. Right. So I really try to push um, maybe the Matterport 3D or video. Mm-hmm. Um, and just by saying like, you know, a video can really showcase things that photos can't. It adds right. in the the aerial drone component that, you know, if you're shooting in Ventura, it shows mm-hmm. how close you are to the beach. And it, yeah. it just has all those all those elements that photos sometimes don't capture. Right. And then, then there's also the, probably the easiest upsell we have is the aerial photos, yes. right? That's, yeah. that's the one that's so easy to tack on. And right. 
that, um, and that's, you know, and you, and if we look at our numbers at the end of the year and you think, oh yeah, you know, we do aerials and that's great. But then you're like, whoa, yeah, that just, you know, it's, I think we're charging right now 175 for aerial photos if you add them on. So, I mean, that, that puts up your ticket, your average ticket pretty quickly when you're doing aerial photos. Right. But when, but so when you're talking to the agents, um, you are talking very specifically about their listings, but I know we've talked about on the podcast, how we have trying to pivot, how we kind of talk to clients, um, and, and more that we're talking about how we're building their brand rather than, then we're just yes. like selling this individual listing. Right. Right. And that's a big thing too. And why I think I tend to push the video a lot more lately right. because of social media. So I really feel like social media is a great outlet for videos and now the Instagram reels that we do. Right, of course. um, It just shows the property in a much brighter light, I think. And Mm -hmm. it makes the realtor stand out because they're taking that extra step to put style into their listing rather than just photos. Right, yeah. And it's the thing that they can, you know, like... And not, and I always want to say, oh, everyone does photos, but everyone doesn't do photos. If you right. look on the MLS, definitely <laughs> right. everyone, even now, does not do photos. So it does, it does kind of make people um, stand out when they do video. Although, you know, in our market, video is pretty common. Right. I mean, it's not like, you know, you're reinventing the wheel if you're doing a, a real estate video. Right. Um, but like, what I like to say is everyone can do photos. So anyone right. can take photos on their their phone these days, oh, but right. not everyone can shoot a well done video to showcase their brand. So right. I kind of, I try to steer that way when I'm talking to them. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so that they know, cause you know, they're like, oh yeah, well. Right. Well, and I, I feel like we come into uh, like, and especially with older agents or not as tech savvy agents, I think one of the issues that I see with in selling video is they have to have somewhere to put it. And a lot of right. them may not even have a social media channel. And th- those are harder people to sell video to. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, you know, and sometimes what I will say to someone is that, um, you, you know, for the video product, a lot of times there's a audience of one for the, the an intended audience of one. And that's right. the person at your next listing appointment right. because you, you're showing them the, video, Oh, look, I'll do a video for you or for, for your home to help sell it. And it's like that in, you know, we, I don't like that tack because I, I want people to think of video as having a video strategy, right? So if right. you're going to do that one property video, it's got to fit into your overall marketing. It's got to fit in, you know, what other video are you doing? I mean, that's the thing that we tell our clients who are doing video that it should be part of a multi multifaceted video approach. And right. that can be, you know, real videos. It can be property videos. It can be you know, self, uh, uh, self, uh, recorded videos, selfie videos. <laughs> is, that, <laughs> yeah. is, that, is that the phrase I'm looking yeah. for? Uh, the, 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 you know, that we don't have to produce all the video content for you. Yes. I mean, we can, of course, <laughs> if you want to pay us, but, um, but th- that's usually not in people's budget. And so they they really have to think about, um, how they're using video. And, and the problem for people is like one video is not a video strategy. It's not a, you know, so yeah, that's, you know, and, and ultimately what we're trying to coach people in is that they have, they should have the marketing package that they do for, for every listing. Right. Yes. And that so package that should include, consistent, right? yes, exactly. Yeah. And that package should include all of our most popular products. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. So, so you're, you're, you're pushing, 
you know, video quite a bit. And then, but I do feel like what we've been trying to do since I've stepped back from shooting a bit is like for me to get on the phone with people too. So I think if people are calling and it's clearly a new client, I mean, you're usually the one picking up the phone. Always. Yeah. 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 Not always. Yeah. Most Come of on. The time. I, remember last Tuesday I answered the phone <laughs> yes, once. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. So you're doing obviously most of that. But, you know, occasionally though, you're doing Pilates and like there, well, you do do Pilates sometimes. sometimes. And so you, you can't, <laughs> you know, you're unable to get to the, you, not every call that comes in gets answered, I guess, right. I, directly. Um, so if it's clearly a new agent and they're leaving a message, often I'll be the one to call them back because somehow collectively on, in our market media, we've decided that Reed is the one who's the best at sales. Um, I don't know if that's true. But it's, I mean, true. It's, it's probably true, <laughs> but it's true. Okay. Um, so, so that way I can give all my spiels to the clients and, and I think too, it's, it can be good, especially for a new client to feel like, Oh, you're talking to the owner of the company. Yeah. And that, that's you know, a big one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, the big important owner over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so when, and so when I talk to, to, uh, potential new clients, I do talk about that, about kind of building your brand, having consistent marketing. I mean, sometimes you, you know, the audience is tough because they're just like a new realtor who doesn't have a lot of money and doesn't right. really quite get that. And, you know, they're just going to do photos. I could talk for five hours and they're still just going to do photos. Right. <clears throat> Although I feel like the new realtors are more eager to do right. everything rather than the old school ones. Well, yeah, who are very just true. Like, I don't, know. Yeah, I don't no, like video. Yeah, I don't like no, 3D. Very true. I guess I'm, th- I'm just thinking of that realtor who's still just like a part-timer yeah. and just feels like, oh, if I get my license, I can do these few transactions yeah. and, and I'm going to make a hundred thousand dollars. And, right. um, you know, they can be hard to, to get into that, but I do feel like it's, it's a bit of a long game as well, because I think you have those conversations, you plant the seeds and it's not necessarily going to convert into kind of our full media package on right. this next shoot, but maybe down the road. And so it's something that, that thematically, I guess, in our relationships with clients that we're having to, to come back to over and over and over again. Right. And so it's a conversation with me and then it's always, um, and I think even when it's, it's clients who you, who maybe don't shoot as much or whatever, I feel like even if they're just texting and about a shoot that often you're following up with the, you know, do you want fries with that? Yeah. You know, basically <laughs> yeah. what, what, sir, what services do you need? And, right. and, you know, taking the time to say, Oh, do you want video or, or Matterport or aerials on this? And just right. to remind them of, of the services that we do, because I think the more that people hear about those services and, and the, I think the more likely they are to do them. Yes, um, definitely. Yeah. And so that's when, you know, the marketing emails and our social media, all that plays into just reminding people that we don't just do photos. Right. Right. Because right. that is just the standard thing that, that people are going to contact us for and, and use us for is photos. And, and, you know, those clients, and I mean, now that especially that we have more shooters, um, you know, I'm okay with having just photo clients. I mean, I would love it if everyone did more stuff, but um, whereas I think when Mark and I were more doing solo stuff at a certain point, it was like, ah, oh, I don't want any more photo clients because I just want right. people that we can do with those extra services for. And now I just want to make sure that we give our employees hours. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> right. so, so those, those one-off shoots are a lot easier to do. And then, and I don't get grumpy about, you know, driving 45 minutes to do a basic photo shoot. And, you know, so <laughs> right. I, I can, Marco can do it. He doesn't seem to get grumpy. So, you know, exactly. yeah, I, I love, I love that about Marco. <laughs> 
often then, so, uh, you know, you or I will be the first point of contact for people. And then we're kind of doing those, we don't really have sales scripts. No, no. Do you feel like we should? Um, I don't think it's necessary. I feel like it's just different with everyone and it's about feeling out the person. Right. You know, we know what we have to offer and we just talk them through it. And it's like you said, it's about planting that seed. So especially with the younger realtors that are new in the business, um, you know, the more they see all these things being put out there, you know, one day it's going to click that the more they do and the better their brand looks, the more listings they're going to get and the more money they're going to make. So, right. And I, and I feel like sometimes we'll have, um, you know, we, so we have that first point of contact and then I think it's that it's kind of, again, it kind of goes back to the, the long game situation. And I was thinking about when do I talk to realtors and, and have these more in-depth conversations about their marketing. And I, and I think sometimes it's at shoots and that's, that's one of the downfalls about me not being out there shooting is I'm not interfacing with the realtors. And so we've discussed trying to have, you know, lunches with top clients and stuff. Those are just been proven to be so hard to book. And I think we really need to kind of reprioritize getting those on, on the table so we can have that FaceTime with our clients because then I end up having, um, I feel like a different conversation that I think can really plant the seeds of, of upping their marketing, um, you know, cause I, we'll talk about, and, and it always, I feel like does come back to video over and over and over yeah. and over again. And I agree. we have, you know, we have these longer conversations with our, with our more established clients and, and often they're initiated by, by the clients. And it's like, Oh, I know I've been hearing from my broker. I've been hearing from all the consultants that they bring in all the speakers and, you know, conferences that we go to video, 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 what do I, you know, I need to up my video game. And it always starts with, I need to do an agent video. Right. Yes. I mean, we, how often do we hear that? A all, lot, the time. all the time. How many agent videos do we do? Not that many. None. <laughs> None. Uh, yeah, and, exactly. And, 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 and I can't, and, and I think that I've, I've thought a lot about it and, and I feel like that's been the case for years and years and years. And, and I just kind of wonder if I can't close them or if I, or if, they're just inherently really difficult for people to, to, to actually, you know, commit to whether it's me or not. Honestly, I think it's just the, the cost of things. It scares people off and it, it's always kind of bugged me because people don't realize how much time these things take right, right, <laughs> and right. what it costs to, to make these videos. But well, yeah, I and feel I mean, like that might well, be the I, biggest thing that yeah, scares people off. I, it could. I mean, cause I, I, you know, I think if we're going to do an agent video, I'm usually pitching it. I mean, it depends. You have to get far enough into the conversation to say, well, what exactly do you want right. in this? You know, but we're looking at, you know, realistically three to $5,000 yeah. and, and, and it can get up to 10. I mean, if you really want to go all out, the cost is definitely prohibitive for a lot of people, but I mean, we have agents who are making four five, six, seven, eight hundred thousand $800,000 a year. So they, they, they clearly can, can do the money. Of course. I kind of think that what it is, is that they're hard and they're scary. And I think even for realtors who are used to kind of presenting, it's nerve wracking to be on camera. It makes you feel vulnerable and I, you know, of course, and, and, yeah. and so I feel, I feel like that's kind of it. 
and that you, it has to be a real certain person who's going to want to really want to be on camera right. and really pull the trigger on it. And I think when you had the, that just it, this thing of like, Oh, I just need a video. I just need a video. I just need a video is harder. I, I found that people who are starting like a new process, like if there's a two people, like almost like Mark and I, if there's two people coming together to form a team that that's a moment when it's, you're more likely to be able to sell a video because they're like, well, we need to announce this and we need to do it. In fact, we had uh, clients who were going to do that. And I had a call with them about doing a video for them. And I think they're doing a video just not with us. Cause we were too expensive. It goes, <laughs> it right? goes back to what yeah, you want. Exactly. But, but at the same time, I don't, you know, I don't want to do that video for fifteen fifteen hundred $1,500. No, it, it's no just, one should. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. People and, don't and, realize. And, yeah. You know. And it's, it's, it ends up being opportunity cost for us. And, and, you know, you can justify it in that, Hey, look, I, you know, we're, we're going to do a cut rate price on this video because we re- truly believe it's going to help these clients get more listings, which then in turn, you know, gets us more work. So I think right. we could look at it like that and kind of offer them as like, Hey, these are things that we can, we feel like are going to get you more listings. And so therefore we can do it for a thousand dollars. We'll just cover our costs. Right. I mean, maybe that's the tack we should take, but at the same time, I don't really want to do them because they're, they're a pain. They're and then pain. I end up having to like write them and like direct them and right. You know, well, the other option is to offer, you know, one where they don't have to be on camera. We just right. take their branding and put together their listings and create, I mean, it yes. doesn't even have to be that. It can just be, we've made a video in the past of just aerial videography of sure. the area that that realtor serves and that's a big step up. We, for just yeah. That. We easily have more, you know, uh, more clients who are, who would w- willingly do like a video banner for their website, yeah. which is going to be, you know, but 10, I mean, even 10 shots, yeah, even, even that's hard. That ups their game a lot though. No, I mean, it, it absolutely does. It absolutely does. So the, so when we're, I'm having these longer conversations with agents about uh, video uh, in particular, I, you know, I really do stress like having this uniform marketing package that, yes. that where even if you have a con, uh, cause we, and we have clients who do it for the, the uh, I, we've done like the full media package for a mobile home and not like a nice one, like a hundred thousand, $150,000 mobile home, um, which in our area is, you know, is, is about as cheap as it gets. That's good. You know, that's good for us. And so I, I that's kind of, the, those are the clients that we want. And so that's, right. that's kind of in my mind, that's what I'm trying to get every client to do. And I do think that actually serves them. I, I do think it is a powerful tool to walk into one of the lower price homes in whatever market you're in and say, Hey, look, I, you know, I give you the luxury marketing package. I don't, yeah. you know, every, to me, every house is a luxury home. Yeah. No matter the listing, mm-hmm. it's all the same. You put the same amount of energy into it. And those are the, you know, our clients that call it the work. Yes, exactly. Consistently booking the same package for every listing. And that's why they remain the top. Those are the top realtors for a reason. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And in one of the, one of the lines I've been using lately is, you know, I talk about the property videos and I'm like, look, I, I honestly, I don't want to sell you a video. I do not (laughs) want to sell you a video. I want to sell you a hundred videos. What can we do? to elevate your marketing so that in the next three or four years, you're going to have a hundred listings. Right. That's what I want. And so in, in, I talk about kind of forming a partnership with people that we think of it as look, we're your partners in branding and we're going to help you build your brand because we want you to be successful. Our success is your success right. quite literally. Right. Cause I don't, you know, 
I've even said this to people, like, I don't care if the property sells. I don't care if this property, I don't give half a shit if you sell this listing. The only thing I care about is if you get another listing. Right. That's the only thing I care about. Right. That for me and is a success because the house will sell it. You know, occasionally it doesn't obviously, but like, that's not the concern. We are selling the realtor. We're not selling the property. And that's what I always want to keep in mind. And I think anyone in our industry should keep in mind is that all of our goals is for your client to get the next listing. And by giving this nice marketing material, one of the side benefits of that can be selling the listing, their current listing for a higher price in less time. And those are great things. Cause we, you know, I, I, we're people who care and like, I want our clients to be successful at their jobs. I want their clients to get as much money as that they can for their homes. But ultimately what we want is the next listing. Right. All right. I think that's a really good place to break. And there's magic, Chelsea, in this world, there's magic in podcasting and we're going to use a little podcasting <laughs> magic to bring back Mark for our social media sidebar Perfect. and, and, uh, and the, the little ad we're going to do. So you're going to hear the sweet dulcet tones of Mark's voice for a few <laughs> minutes and then, and we'll be back for the second half, just Chelsea and I, and we're going to talk about some more stuff related to selling and clients and we're going to end with our action items. Oh, are you ready? Oh, (laughs) so much action. Bye. Ooh, baby, Ario our presenting sponsor. They're rolling out a bunch of new features, I feel like. I feel like just things are percolating, bubbling over there. The latest one is their activity log. Mark, Chelsea, Uh, are are we looking at that? We love the activity log. Oh, Mark loves... I feel like you always love everything about Aereo. What's not to love? I mean, I kind of stumbled on their activity log. They just announced it actually today in an email, but it was three or four days ago. I was just looking in there. I was like, whoa, what on earth is <laughs> this? Yeah. This is super helpful. <laughs> we can see when Chelsea uploaded the photos. I can see when the mm-hmm. agent and their assistant downloaded the photos at the exact time. So there's no like, gee, I hope they got those photos or oh, when are they going to upload the rest of the photos? It's just everything right. is laid out. It's beautiful. Yeah, that's I, and I, I was going to say too, it, it stops the the agent who lies to you. Oh, for sure. uh, I never because, got my photos. Yeah, I never got my, oh no, I see that you did, we, which is what I get all the time because uh, QuickBooks kind of has that feature too where you can, can see when someone has looked at their invoice and then the, we get, literally we'll get clients, I have never seen the invoice. Totally. Like, oh, except these 14 times. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> viewed, 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 viewed. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> viewed, 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 not paid. Viewed, not paid. Um, I love that about Aereo. Um, so are we, we're using the activity log. We're, we're loving it. Um, there's so many other great things to love about Aereo. Use the code upmarket. If you're a new user, when you go to Aereo.com, A-R-Y-E-O.com, use the code upmarket for 15 free bonus listings. Social media sidebar time. We're upmarket media on Instagram, Facebook, you know, whatever Facebook. And then, uh, our, you can look at our website upmarketpod.com. We're having our pods on there. We'll have our show notes on there. Uh, also remember subscribe, rate, review. We love five-star reviews. If you have less than a five-star review, we really ask that you keep that to yourself. Um, those are, those are things that you probably should live with 
you know, just internally. <laughs> so we just love five-star reviews. So please leave us a few more of those. We've gotten a few. We really appreciate it. We really, honestly, all joking aside, have really been touched by the feedback we've gotten from the show. And um, we're, we're really excited to do more and to, to kind of build a, you know, be a part of this community in, 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 a, in this new way. And, and it, it's been really rewarding so far for us. And um, what is the big thing for us right now social media wise that we've kind of been kind of tinkering with. Yeah. I mean, we talk about this, I think the last couple episodes we've talked about Instagram reels and mm -hmm. we've talked about, you know, us trying to figure out what does that look like for us as far as offering a real product to our clients. And I think we're kind of figuring it out and the couple that we've put out there, we've gotten good feedback and we've gotten new clients saying, Hey, love that video. Do one of right. those for me kind of thing. And yeah, basically we did one and it blew up. Yeah. I did one that wasn't even from a client. It was just at a really cool house at night, shooting right. at Twilights. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to do a quick walkthrough video. It took me two minutes to do it. Threw it together, you know, edited it down, speed ramped it. So it was less than a minute, which is the real kind of format. Put it up there and the thing just blew up like crazy. So yeah, that's like, kind of our format. We're trying to just do a walkthrough of the entire house. We're doing it. Really shooting, breaking new ground here. Shooting it on a cell phone, <laughs> on a gimbal. It's stabilized. <laughs> you know, walk through at normal speed and then you speed ramp it later. So right. it's edited, put a good song to it. And it just kind of works on reels on that vertical format. Yeah. We got to figure out how to do the dancing because I feel like that's so popular on the TikTok. Oh, the, no, the, no. the TikTok. I just I think Marco TikTok. was talking about doing that next yeah, time. So yeah, let's I get him so. going. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We just need to have someone dancing. Can we get the, the realtors to dance? Yeah. I, I guarantee you that's going to come at, at some point. There's going to be realtors. That I'm going to do the, t the TikTok dance. Yeah. You know, that, not that there's just one, but that'll be a fun day. Yeah. I definitely <laughs> one that Marco will shoot, not me. Um, all right. So I think reels, I, I, and the reason we keep talking about reels is because I think that's where a lot of the focus is that's for so many people right that we're just, people are just talking about it all the time. All right, so I was just thinking a little bit more about kind of interfacing with the clients and and it's so important and, and it's so important to have that FaceTime and and we really have had trouble kind of setting up these lunches and and that's mostly on our end. I think we get a little scheduling pushback because realtors are busy and we're, yeah, we're exactly. busy. But then we really need to follow through and like just keep going down the list if you, we can't get it with this one client to, to keep going. But I mean, do, I, I'm kind of wondering if there's like other stuff we, we could or should be doing. To yeah, kind of, I, I think we need to think a little bigger. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like just like, more inclusive like of all party? of our clients. Not a party because you don't want to spend a ton of money, but just something, a gathering of some sort. So first like thing that came to mind, yeah, <laughs> like a picnic, something where people can show up, bring their kids. Right. It's easy. It's, you know, right. it's outdoors. It's. But I, do you think, I wonder if realtors would come to that. I Some guess it, would. I guess yeah. if, we, if we called it a, a market networking party or something, because exactly. they always want to like network. They always want to network. And that way it's, it's less scary, which scary is the thing with the clients. Right. 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 Yeah. I wonder, you know, but it, like you think that would be more effective than like a client appreciation party, uh, uh, calling I, it a client appreciation. I don't know. I think so. I don't know. I, I, I think for a client, appreci are... a client appreciation party though, it has to be nice. Like, cause otherwise yeah, you have exactly. to like, yeah. yeah. See that you have to go, Yeah, you have to go big. <laughs> I just, I actually, I, a friend of mine invited me like as a friend and it wasn't a work thing, but I went to a realtor client appreciation party 
um, last week and here in our town. And it was at, um, this like super, super fancy restaurant. And I almost felt guilty cause I'm like, well, there's not going to be my, you know, I'm not their, uh, client. Um, but I still drank all the cocktails. Right. So, <laughs> you know, but yeah, but you, you know, and I think that they were telling me that it was like 75 bucks a head. Right. And so, yes, you know, yes. that's, that's, and we have like 350 clients. So right. I mean, that's like, you know, and they wouldn't all come of course, but well, see, the first thing I think of when you say that would mm-hmm. be a client appreciation party for our top clients only. Oh, So if you narrow it down, that would be a way to do that and then have a gathering, a networking event right, right. for everyone to get yeah, together. No, and, and you have to figure out if, if it is worth it because I think, you know, that's that's in your marketing budget, right? right. And how much, I mean, you know, even a picnic, I mean, we just did like a little staff picnic a few weeks ago. I mean, it costs probably... 500 bucks. I mean, right. you know, so it's not, it's not insane, but it's like, if you want to have it be nice, which we do, right. right? Um, you know, I want to eat nice food and drink nice drinks. Right. And so, um, I, you know, that's, you know, that's how we roll. Yeah. Um, but you, you can keep it casual. It could right. be BYOB, you know, you yeah, don't, it, it's it a family be. gathering. So yeah, it could be. Yeah. <laughs> no, but this is the thing is even if you spend a couple grand on that, I mean, you, you know, if you can convert one of those people into right. doing videos on their, on their it. listings, it is worth it. And so I think it, it can be, I've always had that kind of scarcity mentality a little bit when it comes to marketing and doing that kind of stuff of like, well, I can't spend that amount of money. I mean, right. I don't, you know, and, and then we found that we've, we've actually started to put some money into those things and they do pay off. I mean, we, right. you know, we spent 1200 bucks to sponsor a, a, a general meeting of architects. And I think that's going to pay off hopefully in a, in a big way for right. us. And, um, and you know, we sponsored a, a brokerages, um, holiday party for, I, I don't remember like three or 400 bucks and just to have our name on there. And we were there and, and, you know, being at a holiday party is actually a great way to interface with yeah. your clients. So if you can finagle, invitations to brokerages, um, holiday parties. That's actually great. Cause we, you know, those are the first time we ever sponsored one of the parties and we went and we got a couple new clients out of it. Yeah. And so we spent three or 400 bucks and, you know, we paid Chelsea to be there. So we had Mark, Chelsea and I there and, you know, but we've probably billed a couple grand to those clients already yeah. this year. So, I mean, that's, you know, spending money on marketing can be hard, but especially if it puts you in position to actually have that face-to-face interaction with a realtor, it can so be worth it. Yeah, it's definitely worth it. Yeah. Because it, it, and especially if you get, if you're getting to a point in your business, like where we are, where I'm not at the shoots all the time, you know, not to belabor it, but having that, that interaction with the realtor is so important. And, and one of the harder things about scaling is, is kind of letting go of that. And for Mark and I to not have that, and then to, to really, to trust Chelsea, to trust you, you having most of the interactions with clients now. And and I I think you're good at it, you know, but it it can never be the same as if Mark or I are doing it. No, it's not the, you know, and and until we really, you know, get big enough to a point where we have like a regional marketing manager or or a marketing (laughs) manager, you know, it it is going to fall to your administrative staff to, to kind of do that. And so, it's tricky because you also want to make sure that your, your admin can sell yeah. and, and, you know, can, can represent the company in a good way. I mean, that's kind of the one uh, of the, of the bigger things It's like, they're that first line of defense. They're the, your first person that a lot of 
new clients are going to, are, are going to talk to. And so yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of pressure, Chelsea. How do you I, do it? How do you I deal know. with it? Even when I'm having a not so great day, I have to keep it together when I answer the phone. So I yeah. try. <laughs> yeah, you do. You do. I, I know you do. I mean, you know, and one of those things is that you, the clients are, we have varying level, not levels of clients, <laughs> varying personalities with clients, right? There you and, go. And, and so <laughs> I, I know that we're, you, everyone has to deal with difficult clients and, and when even there can be problems with clients who are not difficult clients, you know, where they feel like we've messed up or, or, you know, things have, have not gone like, like they've, like they feel they should have. And, um, you know, how often we, we kind of, you know, and I think that happens maybe once a week, even like there's something like, Oh, there was that bathroom that got forgotten or, yeah, I mean, especially now with our staff being a little bigger, I feel like there's more room for error like this. Right, um, right. Yeah, you know, and just, everyone's learning all the time. So yeah, and and we had we we just had one kind of flare up in the last few weeks where, um, we had one of our staff out to shoot a house, and the realtor had communicated something, um, about a door, and I think that our shooter just didn't understand. I think there was just a miscommunication. Um, I think he didn't know about it beforehand. And uh, so he did what we usually do by shooting with uh, the door open to make the the house look inviting. Right. Mm -hmm. But they wanted to showcase the door, which he didn't know. Right. (laughs) So, right. So there you go. So that we went out, we fixed it. Yes. I mean, quote unquote fixed it. Cause I remember when they were complaining about the photos and you and I were looking about at the photos and I was like, I, we well, didn't what's understand. wrong? I didn't yeah. even understand what was wrong. They look great. Yeah. yeah. And so finally we realized, Oh, it doesn't showcase the door in this way, in this one way. And not to get too in the weeds on one particular problem, but we did, we, we went out and then we uh, reshot it like the next day, got the photos back to them immediately. And then a few weeks later, yeah. There's another a few complaint. weeks. That's yeah, the, the, that's key. the key. <laughs> a few weeks later now, it be, now because, and here's what I think happened and why I think it's actually kind of good to talk about on here is that because now they were primed to be upset because of the door issue and because their listing got delayed going on the market by a day, which for some people is a very big deal. And I totally understand that, but there was some other stuff that then came out in an email, I think, I think what had happened is they hadn't paid their bill and I, you know, we'll send reminders like every week right. if you haven't paid your bill. And so finally they paid the bill and then we're like, okay. And literally in the email, we're like, well, I just paid the bill, but there was this door issue. And then, um, there, we had some virtual staging done on that, on that one. And right. the virtual staging, you know, cause they, they just have the furniture in there and they orient it whichever way works for the room. And it happened to be a set of virtual staging that had like some text on a pillow. It was like, kiss me goodnight or whatever it said on there, or this way to the beach, whatever, you know, those cheesy pillows say. And because they had flipped the couch, the, the text was upside down and backwards and none of us caught it. And so apparently the homeowner noticed and I guess that was somehow embarrassing for the realtor. And then also um, on half of the aerial images, we didn't put like a red pin where the house was. And that's typically what we do. We only usually put a pin or a property outline on one or two of the aerial images. Yeah. And that's kind of the standard. And and I look back for this particular client and had been kind of the 
that's what we had done on every shoot they had ever done aerials for. So it was not out of the ordinary at all. And these are, of course, the the pillow and these pins are things that would take us two minutes to fix. It had yeah. they alerted, had quick, they alerted us in, in that moment, like we could have been right on top of it and fixed it and made it and made it quote unquote right. Um, and ideally, look, we don't want like that pillow mistake. Had we seen it, we obviously would have corrected that. And that's a quality right. control issue. I'm not, uh, that does not concern me that much, but you know, yeah, we shouldn't have sent that. It's a little bit cheesy, but my God. Um, so what happened was, is they were, because of the door thing, they were primed to find other things that were wrong. And then all of a sudden that one problem turned into three problems. And then we sent them an apology email that didn't go over very well. Um, for whatever reason, I think I read it, what Mark, Mark wrote it and it was a good apology email and it took responsibility and it said, Hey, look, you know, if there's ever anything like that, just let us know. We are happy to fix it immediately. And then they kind of came back with, Oh, so I have to be in charge of making sure the shoot is done. Right. And you're like, okay. <laughs> it's like, and sometimes you just can't win. Right. Yeah, like no. Someone just wants that. That's how they're going to be. And, and and so at a certain point, I, I think, you know, we haven't really resolved it yet. I know Mark is probably going to put in a call to the client. Cause I think sometimes yeah. when you're dealing with kind of more difficult situations or that trying to do it over text or email can be really hard. Cause you can read so many ways into, into a text or email and it's really hard. It's really easy to kind of take things out of context right. or not even out of context, but kind of take them how they're not meant. And yeah, and, you know, especially you're, if you're in that mindset, you know, you're on that that negative way right. of thinking about the whole situation. So, right. And, and I think, you know, in those, you have to be careful. You have to not be careful, but you have to kind of look at the, at the whole and, and kind of think what's the note behind the note. Cause I think, right. you know, in, in screenwriting, we do that um, where, you know, you get a note from a producer and you're like, it's, I don't think this is about, this isn't about the fact that the shoes are red. This is about that. They don't think this character uh, is, you know, relatable or you, well, whatever the note, there's always something kind of behind it. And so I think right. like for this, you have to it, like, I'm like, well, I wonder if they've actually been unhappy for a little while and then it just cascades and then they find the one thing and then right. it, it kind of opens up that wound and then they, they're able to kind of spit out all the stuff that, that right. they're not happy with. And so, you know, you, you, you wonder if there's just, if it's just, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is though. That, that it, it can be that just, we are running into like growing pains a little bit where I think clients who were clients of Mark or I individually before, and now that we have more staff and they're out there doing shooting that they're maybe not feeling as uh, taken care of. Yeah. And, you know, it's just sometimes pe everyone has bad days too. And right. even some of our nicest clients come back with some attitude and like, oh, wow. Okay. I wasn't expecting that. And you just have to, you know, be as nice as you can to move forward. Right. It's, it's going to happen. Yeah. And, and I think, I do think sometimes though, there is nothing you can do to head it off. And, and I think that that it could be a way of also people like processing change and, yeah. and, and, and in a way looking for a reason to make a change, even though they didn't, they're not consciously thinking that they want to Right. They're like, well, it's not like the old days when it was just Mark shooting and but I don't really have the heart to, to, to use someone else. Right. But then maybe if we start mess quote unquote messing up a lot, then it, it becomes easier for them to move on yes. because they don't like the, the new, the new scenario. 
Um, but generally when we are dealing with, with these issues, I mean, our, you know, company MO is like, I actually am not someone who is like, Oh, the customer's always right. I actually don't believe that at all. Um, and I actually (laughs) believe uh, like in our staff and I believe, you know, and when we've had some issues, you know, I'm, I'm going to take the staff side and, and, and almost always. Right. And even when it's clear that our staff has quote unquote messed up, I mean, I'm going to support them in that. Um, while also letting them know, Hey, you know, next time let's, let's do this. And, but sometimes of course you just have to eat the crow and there has to be a fall guy for the client. And so you have to say, yeah, you know, they really messed up and okay, we won't have them shoot for you again. And, and obviously kind of whatever it takes to, um, keep a client happy. And we had a client who a year ago, um, there was an issue it was with a, a former staff member and there was an issue on the shoot and you know, everything, the, the photos looked good. I think we did photos in 3d, everything looked good. Um, and there was just like, okay, the bathroom was forgotten. I don't even remember. And there, it, 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 and a gate was left unlocked. I mean, some stuff that shouldn't have happened, right. but that didn't really affect the quality of the photos. But then ultimately the client just decided that she wasn't going to pay that invoice. <laughs> That's always fun. Yeah. (laughs) And, and this was after like, we fixed the issue like immediately. I remember I drove down there like an hour on a Sunday to go and take the one bathtub photo. And you know, there, it was just a, it was like a kind of a cascade of a few different things. And even though that client still uses us and had other shoots around that same time paid for all those. And then just like never paid for that. And finally Mark was like, well, Hey, just, you know, this one shoot is still unpaid. Yeah. I just don't feel like I should pay for that. <laughs> and, and I had our ad, like I had bought her a nice bottle of gin cause I knew she drank gin. I mean, we had like kissed her ass on that and right. then she still refused to pay us. I mean, but then you're like, well, what do you, you know, either we can say, okay, well we can't work with you anymore or you just suck it up and do it. And we chose to suck it up. I mean, I, I, it's hard to ever feel at a point, I think where you can just, where it really, feels okay to get rid of clients. I mean, I have a list of like five clients that I probably would, <laughs> would like to fire. Right. right. And, and maybe we should, I, I, I don't know. Sometimes you feel like it's, they're more pain, pain than they're worth, but of course they're higher value clients. Yeah. And so it's, yeah, that's tough. I feel like you can't really fire anyone for being who they are. Well, you can, <laughs> well, be, well, but it goes back to, I think it's one of the things I think, and there's one client and I think we've talked about them on the podcast already, not by name, of course, that this client can be mean to you. Yes. And to me, like that's, I'm like, yeah, I don't think it's worth it because I, I like, it's one thing if they're just a little difficult or persnickety or whatever, but if they're like being mean. Right. Well, that's a whole different, that's yeah. a different story. Yeah. Persnickety is one thing. If they're just a difficult, hard headed yeah. person, that's one thing. If yeah. they get if they're nasty, then, yeah, exactly. then they're okay to go. <laughs> yeah. And so, they, but this person is always, it's, it's borderline nasty, right? So yeah. it's not it's so nasty that it's like, you know. Yeah. I don't know. And, and again, that's where I'm going to, uh, you know, I know, and I know Mark feels the same way. We're going to take our staff side on that. I mean, we want to make sure that we, we protect you all from, from, from that. Cause we don't talk to you like that and no one should be talked to you like yeah. that. And so, um, I don't want to, we are, we're, we're just going through life here and we're trying to make it work as best we can and have a good time. And it's like, I don't, you know, the, the money is not worth it if, if we have to deal with people who are just mean. Right. So, 
I don't know, maybe, you know, if we can just expand, you, know, you always feel that way. If we can just make 50 more thousand dollars a year, you can grow. So we can fire that client, you know, but. Well, that's um, what we're trying to do. Right? Well, right. Exactly. <laughs> well, exactly. Well, and then it goes back to, it, it's funny, like Jeff, our business advisor tells us that you should be prepared to turn over your entire client base every two years. And I'm like, man, that's incredible. But then I'm like, Oh, there's some, I would love to turn over, but then, you know, the ones you like, you don't want to. So I, I think you just have to have that mentality that there's always going to be another client out there and not that you want to piss off a client or that you want to be firing clients, but that if it does happen and you do have to make that call or if you know, that client doesn't want to use you anymore, that's okay because you're going to get another one. Yeah. And yeah, all the other stuff. Line. Yeah. All the other stuff that we're talking about, having that interfacing with the realtors, having, you know, and we're going to have marketing episodes and all that kind of stuff is like, you're doing that so that you can lose clients. You're right. not doing that just to expand your client, just to get more business. You're getting it also to replace the business that you're inevitably going to lose. Right. Even as we expand, we're still always kind of, you know, you, you lose clients all the time, you know? And there's yeah. nothing you can do about it. And that's okay. We can't, we're not the end all be all for everyone and not everyone. We're not the best fit for everybody. And that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I personally hold a grudge against anyone who, who, is, <laughs> who doesn't, right. who doesn't want to use us or and has used us. And they might do the same to us, but well, you know, that's, that's you know, <laughs> Yeah. But that's their, honestly, that's their problem. Yeah. And my problem is that, yeah, I hold a grudge against <laughs> 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 Yeah. So we have the difficult clients, clients, we're going to try to turn over our clients. But I also think that, that in that we also are thinking always about client retention as well. And, and, you know, I, I think one of the ways that you want to do that. And I think that we do, that's not really a stated thing that we do is we also just want to make sure our clients feel appreciated. Yeah. Right. And so, um, and it's always, you know, just saying thank you and saying, and just, just taking the extra time to be kind and sometimes, you know, it'll be a follow-up text or, right. or, you know, just to, just to make sure that your clients feel like you, they're not just like a number to you, that it's not just about doing, doing one single shoot. Yeah, and, absolutely. and I think that, that goes to when, you know, Chelsea is talking about doing, you know, spending a little extra, having a little extra care with certain clients because they're not as tech savvy or they're whatever. It's like just kind of meeting your clients where they're at and making sure that, that, we always, even with our difficult clients, have a sense of empathy and kind of have a, have have kindness in our hearts about them, yeah. even though, you know, I, I don't always. <laughs> but they really do appreciate that. And like, you know, like I've said before on the podcast, I, I genuinely think that's what keeps a lot of the clients who are old school, as I like to say, mm -hmm. coming back to us if they're mm -hmm. not tech savvy. Right. Because they know that they can call me and I will help them. Right. And they even apologize to me. They're like, I'm so sorry to annoy you one more time, but right. I really need help with this. And like, right. I'm okay doing that. It's yeah. only the people right. who are rude about it that right. I won't right. answer the call. Right. Well, in, in, in one of the ways that, that, and we empower you to not answer those calls. I mean, right. and that's, that's fine. And in, in, in one of the ways that we do, you know, retain clients is, is, is it goes back to making sure that whoever is doing your admin stuff is a nice person or not is a nice person is a friendly person, right? You don't have to actually have to be nice, but you just have to be friendly and thorough and thoughtful. Um, and obviously we lucked out with Chelsea and, and you also have a very, um, I think like a calming personality. Like you are like, you have a gentleness to you that I think that I think realtors 
respond to. Cause I think they're in an industry where there's not people who are like nice, <laughs> right. everyone's not all nice and gentle. So, right. so I think that that does present like kind of a, a change of pace for them that they, that they like. And I know Chelsea, you're so gentle, but you also, are, you're also, you're also a woman of action. Yes. Oh, oh here action, we go. That action, was nice. Yeah. Action, action <laughs> items. It's time for the action items. Chelsea, do, you can choose to go first or to go second. And we'll just have a silence for where Mark's uh, action item would have been. Okay. No, we won't actually. <laughs> a moment of silence. I'll go first. Okay. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I think my action item for today would be to make out a list of all the things you think are your best traits for delivering, you know, elevating someone's marketing. What can you give to your client above and beyond anyone else, any of the competitors? Um, what makes you stand out? And just list all of those things out so that you can be very clear to your clients about what you offer them, how you elevate their branding, how you can make them feel special. Ooh. Ooh. Good one. Gotcha. So, so kind of a, so kind of an internal, we kind of pre talked about our action items and that was not the one I thought you were going to come no, up really? with. So, no, yeah. So that's good. I love surprises. Um, yeah. So just kind of like an internal document that you're yeah, kind of looking just at. Write and it just, all out on paper. Right. You know, just, well, because I think it can, like we've talked about before, it's like just even talking about it helps define it for you. Exactly. What, what it is. And then, and then that kind of, hones your message that you're giving to your clients. Exactly. Hmm. <laughs> My action item is it's, I kind of teased it. We talked about it already on this podcast today, but I'm going to make it an official action item because I think at some point we're, there'll be a list of all the action items. And then <laughs> yeah. so he, just cause we talked about it on the podcast doesn't mean that we can't also list it as an action item because that's, you know, we'll have a book of action items. That's it. We're going to have a book of action <laughs> items someday. Take your client out to lunch. Once a, a month, just take a client out to lunch. They're going to feel special. You're going to get intel. You're going to get intel about other clients. You're going to get intel about what's going on in your market. And they're going to feel special. And it's an opportunity to sell them stuff. I mean, do give the soft sell, but, you know, don't make it all about that. But but it's going to strengthen your relationships with your clients. It's going to it's going to help you make sure that your that your business is going to be the one that services their marketing needs kind of mo moving forward. Right. Yeah. They're going to think of you first. Yeah. Oh, I love being thought of first. <laughs> we know. <laughs> oh, great. Getting shade. Um, <laughs> Chelsea, thank you. I know this was, uh, the, you know, we just kind of figured this out. Um, and Mark, we hope you're feeling better. I hope you actually listen to this, Mark. Can, uh, say the word eggplant to me. <laughs> Eggplant. Yeah, yeah, just not you, but Mark. So this is a code so that I'll know Mark listened to the episode. Gotcha. Okay. So next time I see you, Mark, say that word to me. And everyone else, thank you so much for listening. We were super appreciate it. And we'll be back for another episode soon. Yep. All right. Bye. Bye. Upmarket is a production of Upmarket Media. This episode was produced by Chelsea Froelich and recorded, edited, and mixed by Marco Guerrero. We're so happy you listened today and really hope you'll listen to the next one too. In the meantime, our wish for you is to not have to do any Friday night twilight shoots. Thank you for everything.